0: Last season, the Clito Collective pulled off the heist of the century, and now they're back to finish the job in Hot White Heist 2, the only good sequel anyone has ever made ever. But with a true crime podcaster and a notoriously bloodthirsty right-wing gay billionaire on their trail, it's about to be one hot mess. Starring yours truly and an all-star queer cast, Hot White Heist 2 has twice the action, two times the drama, and double the double entendres. You can listen to both seasons of Hot White Heist on Audible, and because I'm kind of a big deal over there, Las Culturistas listeners can get a three month trial of Audible Plus for free by going to audible.com slash ding dong. That's audible.com slash ding dong to listen to Hot White Heist 2 with a three month free trial of Audible Plus.
1: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and
0: Hi, I'm Bowen from Los Culturistas. And
2: I'm Matt from
0: Las Culturistas. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks.
2: Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business.
0: You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too.
2: Check out season two of mind the business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Look, Matt. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my
0: Oh my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Las Culturistas.
2: Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Sorry about the quality of the audio.
0: Okay. Look, things are. You don't hard have and to fast. apologize. First thing, this is what's happening. Matt is stopping into New York in between tour dates, he's not going to bring the mic with him every time. I mean, I could
2: have and should have because I'm not going to be back in L.A. for a while and I want to give y'all quality, okay? That's all I ever want is to give you guys quality. Honey, we will make up the quality with the content, in the content. You're so right. And not that you have any problem doing that, or should I say, Congress Queen.
0: Girl. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. Why? Well... What do you want to know? It's not that I want to know
2: anything. I want to acknowledge. You think that the readers aren't tuning into this episode saying they want to hear all the
0: BTS? The BTS was (laughs) that... We're not going to talk. (laughs) About. <laughs> I sang the full version of Candle in the Wind because Lauren wanted to see me do it Friday night. We didn't have a script page. We didn't have So any. you just
2: sang Candle in the Wind so in the clear? So,
0: so then like, Janine DeVito, our beautiful associate producers, head of the script department is like, Bowen, I'm really sorry, but I think, you know, you have to stick around until, and this was like 18 hour a day on Friday. And this is my new thing. I'm not complaining anymore. I'm not saying the words, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And me, Celeste, Sarah, and Allison Gates at work are saying, if one of us catches the other saying the words "I'm tired," then that person has to pay everyone like five hundred dollars or something. What we needed, like, we need to create. It's like a swear thing. jar. It's a swear jar thing, but where it's like, because you know what? Saying "I'm tired" and I, you know me, I'm the I'm tired culture. I know. I'm Hashtag. finally hitting this point now where I'm like, saying those words only reinforces that state. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really do anything. It's also contagious. Charlie Bardet came to the show um, as a guest of Celeste. And he was like, it's contagious. And it also, like, it is conversational filler. It only exists yes. to when you don't know what else to say.
2: I think that is why I don't like when people are like, oh, I'm tired. Is because I just feel like in- it is inherently not interesting. I wrote a whole
0: sketch about this for Pop Roulette, I remember. But that was a kind of a self-read. You it was did? the storytellers where Sudi was the... the was, oh, yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, a nature yeah. documentary about, like, this really fascinating... <laughs> It was like an anthropological documentary. It's like a fascinating storyteller shares in the tradition of ancient cultures Yeah. by like sharing interesting parts of her day. And she's like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I remember I, I this. Guess. I think just the first sketch I ever got on Pop Roulette. Wait, yes, I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. a runner, right? It was a runner. It was a runner. It was. Yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. We, we I think didn't it, ca- it didn't out. come in as a runner, and we made it a runner. It worked perfectly. Just split it up. <laughs> it was really good. Anyway, um, Janine calls me, and she's like, and I think Lauren wanted to see me sing it, like, uh-huh. and try it out. And we didn't have pages. And so then it was like, I guess I'm singing all of Candle in the Wind. So you just said, so it seems to me, you, you live, live your life like, like a candle in the wind. Wow, what a great song. It's a beautiful song. It's so no good. No Bridge, Elton. Elton for the pod. Elton for the pod. But then it was mortifying because it was like one in the morning. <laughs> it was, Lauren was sitting right in front of me. All these crew members who just wanted to go home, they were like, why the fuck are we listening to Bowen sing? Let's Candle in stop. the wind. Yeah, they, did they, they
2: applaud thing. after? No. They
0: didn't? Of course not. I'm so mad at no. them. No, they had every reason to not applaud. If you give all of Candle, can I say
2: this is a rule of culture. If you give all of Candle in the Wind and no one I, applauds, I'm mad at you. That's really good. What, that? what number is that? 48? 48. If you, if you give all of Candle in the Wind, wind and no one applauds, 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 I'm mad I'm mad at you.
0: So I went in to Saturday, just like not knowing what the hell was going on until like we ran through it like a couple hours before dress. So it was very, I was very unprepared. I That's
2: said all. that was the Emmy tape. You can take the rest of the year easy, girl. No way, Diva. No way. You're coming hard every week. I think about no award. <laughs> the- I'm kidding. Where well, you see where my head's at? Huh. In the
0: gutter. Well, speaking of the gutter, what? The gutter between your toes. Oh, is
2: not God. Good right Can now. I say I'm ready to tell everyone my truth? I think it's because I've been traveling that's a lot. Sad. I've been out on the road. I've been stomping the pavement trying to get this album promoted that my athlete's foot is back. And I actually just showed Bowen in the person, in the
0: flesh, as it were. And he was really upset. And that's not that I'm upset. Any part <laughs> of you, I. I think is so beautiful. <laughs> I just think that was really shocking to see. Yeah, it's got to get dealt with. And... Trust, it
2: you will, be will be dealt, dealt with.
0: with. And this actually segues perfectly into something that I am very late on. Mm-hmm. But Love Has Won, this HBO documentary on the cult of Mother God, is really upsetting. I still have to watch the third and final part, but this woman... Basically, this cult leader... Um, because is this a popular documentary? Like, are people talking about it? I think people are talking about okay, cool. it. You know, like, uh, people at work were talking about it. Just, oh, they and, were. Like, all the crew members were like, yo, yeah, you watching Mother God, blah, blah, blah. It's called love has, won. love has Won. So the cult is called Love Has Won. Love Has Won. Which is so... Mm. That's not a name for a cult. No.
2: For me, it's like, Love Has Won. If I found out there was an organization called
0: Love Has Won... You'd be like, I, I guess I'm, I'm going to the gala. I don't know. I would think, oh, that's a cult. No, if I say the words you love has one, you think, oh, I guess that's on a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Some sort of like twee phrase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which something can be twee and cult, which I think is it's what- period. Period, which I think is what this whole thing is. Basically, this woman, her name is Amy Carlson, is just normal gal working at McDonald's, managing McDonald's, being a very successful manager at McDonald's. And then I guess she tried ecstasy one day. <gasps> And liked it so much that it broke her and then she believed that she was the creator of the universe and starts this internet community that ends up coming to her and they all believe genuinely in their hearts that she is the next iteration of Not only Jesus Christ, but of Marilyn Monroe and of Prince Diana, Candle in the Wind Subjects. And then there's the Galactics, which is this, like, group of deceased people who speak through her. And those people include Whitney Houston, Robin Williams, most saddeningly. Like, Robin Williams is, like, figures hugely into this. Really? Posthumously, obviously, but, like... Robin Williams is like one of the prophets. It's the craziest. You need to watch how it. many people ma- are in this cult. And is it an active cult? It's hard to say. It people so there are so so they shot this in 2021, like a couple years ago. Uh huh. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but like the first moment in the documentary is really crazy and I will have nightmares about it for the rest of my life. Seriously, yeah. Oh my but god, But I don't want that to deter you from watching. No, it. I'm gonna watch it's it. It's not like horror, it's like. Something so disturbing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my. What is it? Okay, so I think a lot of spoiler
2: alert for the first moment of, of
0: love. Love is one. Mother God. I think. I think a lot of. It's so funny that it's. I mean, Mother, Mother God, god. It sounds like gay drip. Title of that. Mother, Mother god. god. So I'm very behind on this. So the first moment is this town in southern Colorado called Creststone, and it's the cops who have a warrant to search this house. Uh huh. And this guy greets them, and then the cops are like, How many people are here? And he goes, There are five beings. And what beings? There are five beings and a few other people. And um, and then the cops are like, anyone else? They're like, You're not telling, like, it's like he's he's withholding something. And he goes, There is a mother, and she she has rested. So at first you watch it, you're like, okay, so the mom might be in bed or something. So then they go search the apartment, it's Filthy, disgusting. It has rainbows and flowers on the ceiling. The paint is disgusting. There's like, it's been through like 10 layers of paint. There are Christmas lights everywhere. It is so nauseatingly disgusting in there. Oh my god. Like Lisa Frank, but fucked up.
2: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: And then they go into this bedroom, and they are there are like, I want to say it's like a really adorned bed, flowers, Christmas lights hanging on it and there's like a body under like duvets. And then they lift up like a pillow and you just see a silver face with like makeup eyes over the eyelids. What? And it's mother God mummified. It's her mummified. It's her. She she's been dead for I think a couple months, and these people have decided to mummify her by like putting all this fucking glitter makeup on her face, and like painting eyes on her eyelids, and putting like a turban on her. It's you said at the beginning <laughs> of this that this wasn't horror. <laughs> what you just
2: described is the most horror, <laughs> horrifying horror, horror I can ever understand. And there are five beings and one mother and she has rested, she has rested. you go in <laughs> you see a pov of them going into this lisa frank hell yeah they go up to a bedroom unveil a duvet it's a mummified woman who's been dead for two months in makeup and, and that the- is a, forget about mother god that's mother exclamation point the movie Darren that Aronofsky. is horror like that film <laughs>
0: Which I still haven't seen. Sorry. You know I Sorry, Jennifer that. Lawrence. I've never seen Jennifer, it. Jennifer,
2: I'm not I, I'm not watching Mother Exclamation Point. And I think people that listen to this podcast know that's no, not a film for it. me. No. I'm not seeing anything like Where the House is like I'm not gonna see com- anything that's gonna like upset me viscerally. Yeah. I say this as a great fan so of literally everyone
0: involved in that film. Oh, I, yeah. But I won't watch that one. Because it feels like what you just said. So then, are you not going to watch this documentary? Well, I have to say because it's actually viscerally disturbing every moment. Uh, honestly, because there's footage. Because these people are obsessed with live streams. The thing, God, cult aesthetics are so can look like a, a cult can look like anything. And the oh, hundred percent. To paraphrase a Pat Reganism, he says a family can look like anything all the time. A cult can look like anything. You it's real
2: sense. culture number eight. A, a cult, cult can, can look, look, look
0: like anything. anything. And so, so the occult aesthetic for them is. Everyone has a laptop. Everyone's going live. It's like Starbucks. It's like Starbucks. Everyone's going live. Everyone is doing shrooms or tripping or ayahuasca or Mm -hmm. on meth. Like it makes me never... It's like Brooklyn. Well, it just never... It makes me never want to do a drug ever again. Would that be the worst thing? It would not be the worst thing. It is so shocking when you realize like, how the human brain and the human spirit are so fragile and they yeah. can s- be so easily tempted to believe in anything like how this woman who i'm sorry looks completely average in a very okay way she, yeah. she's an average woman yeah is whipping up all of these people into believing that she is Jesus Christ herself. Yeah. And that she is the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. Well, there are monsters among us. Well, of course. Yeah. And a monster can look like anything. As a well. monster can look like literally anything. It looks like Amy Carlson. Bitch, Amy Carlson is making these people. They cut to like all these notes. And her, part of her thing as a cult leader is make me a sandwich. Make me a galactic taco salad is what one of the recipes is called. Make me crab legs. I want lobster now. They're in Colorado, bitch. Like she, like this woman is about food. (laughs) She sounds like me low key. No, high key. I'm like, oh, that's, that's me. Like on a Sunday after a hard day of work.
2: (laughs) I want lobster (laughs) now. Make Uh, me a sandwich.
0: (laughs) You <laughs> and Helen Hardy. Me and Helen Hardy. Oh, R. I. P. I miss
2: it. Oh, all, uh, so, can I say <laughs> I didn't even know Helen Hardy gone. was gone until it <laughs> was too late.
0: I mean, there, there obviously is like an organized crime thing. Wait, there. what? It, Matt, it disappeared with no notice. So you think it was organized I crime? Think you was, think Helen Hardy was the mob? I think there was something going on there. <laughs> I, we need the Helen Hardy documentary now. Helen Hardy, for people who don't know, is a, used to be a soup chain in New York that everyone loved, right? Yeah, I mean, I was there
2: all the time. I was. I you was could there. get a half soup. Well, I guess it was a cup soup,
0: half yeah. sandwich. Panera could never.
2: Pa- literally, Panera could never. And they had unbelievable chili. They had so many soup options. Ugh. Someone should step up and sort of do a Helen Hardy esque thing. There's a huge hole in the market. Major, especially for my soup queens, which I am the What's leader. Here? yeah, I know. Oh, I'm still. Well, stu- you stu- love stew. stew. I'm you're more stew. soup. There are two different things. We really don't have time to talk about the differences between stew and soup right now. We, we might. This is going to be a quick hour. I would say that stew. There's more consistency there because it's probably based in a protein or a starch, whereas the soup is based in the
0: liquid. The liquid. And in a stew, you would maybe put in—it would maybe have a roux base. Not a roux base, but you would start—you would start—yeah, you develop the flavors in a very specific way. And soup, the beauty of soup is you can kind of just— It can be anything. Soup can be anything. not Except stew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A soup cannot be stew. A soup cannot be stew. Rachel Ray tried to make stoop happen, which is a... Did she actually? Which is something that lives between a soup soup and a stew. Hubris. No. Heard of it? Can we talk about Rachel Ray? Sure can. She's still doing it. She's still doing the thing. And I actually have to admire her. And you know my ass didn't give two shits about Giada or Bobby, or even, I'm going to say, Ina. I was tuning in the Food Network growing up for Rachel. It makes me. I'm looking at Amy Carlson right now on my computer, and she is that her. That's her, and actually, part of her narrative is that I mean, like, she's pretty stunned. She not, looks like I mean, Maggie Rogers. That's her. She, <laughs> does she not look like Maggie Rogers? She looks like Maggie Rogers before divinity school. Oh, was that my, her? That's her when she died. That's her when she died. So, so that's Father God. So she had so she had multiple partners all named Father God, but they were like the Prince Phillips to her. Someone says they were like the Quin, the Prince Phillips to her Queen Elizabeth. They were just. <laughs>
2: So can I ask you a question? Yeah. In this documentary, in the opening moments, you see this woman's dead
0: body. You see her; you, her body is covered up. But what's the most chilling <laughs> is that it before, chilling it, before it cuts to the title card. It's just you. It's just slow, slowed down, shaky police cam footage set to scoring. A metallic face staring back at you, staring at the camera, but the eyes are actually painted on. I've never seen anything like that. And then every bit of footage, so because of the live streams, they have so much footage of these people just, like, being on every drug, cackling, screaming, singing stupid songs, acting a damn fool. But it's like, I guess this is what I'm like when I'm stoned with friends. I mean, yeah, but, like, I think these
2: people clearly were just, like, must have been just, like, warped. They were warped, but like... But look at her. I mean, if someone looked, that looked like Maggie Rogers came to me and was like, get me a sandwich. Not for nothing. I, I think I would drop most everything I was doing to get her a sandwich. Girl. Because uh, look at her kind face, too. That's No, the thing. it's
0: not a kind face. That, but this
2: is when, when we say a cult could look like anything. A cult leader could look like anything. It could look like a fucking fifth grade teacher.
0: This woman... Well, Joel... Joel Kimbooster was telling us about the Twin Flames documentary and how those- Yeah, you guys have been going off with your cult documentaries. Joel has not started Love is One. I have not started the Twin Flames documentary. I don't know that I- This is a subculture that you guys
2: belong to. Well, there's a million-
0: (laughs) HBO documentaries. (laughs) documentaries. The the Twin Flames one is on Prime, but- Oh. (laughs) So he was saying about them, like they're the most uncharismatic cult leaders. And I want to say like, I guess it's such a fine line between charisma and- Uniqueness, nerve, and talent absolutely and like i don't think that many cult leaders i can't name that many cult leaders that are like yeah i would follow them you know what i mean mm. like even fucking like the nexium guy i'm like uh, keith ranieri i'm like no fucking oh way. yeah no way that's the thing is it's like the- they're <sighs> all fucking dweebs Yeah, um, she probably
2: has trauma
0: Well, the mom and the sister, like, I honestly think they were doing their best. Because the mom and the sister were like, she was never Mother God to us. She was just Amy. She was never Mother God God to us. us. And then, whatever, I don't want to spoil too much, but she just, her, her life in her adulthood, I guess was defined by like these really toxic relationships with men. Mm. And that carries over into her relationships with the multiple father gods. Yeah.
2: So when I walked in here today, Mm -hmm. this was on, there was 12 minutes left in the episode. I said, no, go ahead, finish. And Bowen said, I don't want to finish.
0: And yet here you are
2: giving it sort of a ringing endorsement on here.
0: I just, I can't. Was that the, wait. No, no, no. Oh my God. Is that it? No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not oh it. That's my god. That's her in like a mask.
2: Okay, so everyone, there's a photo of her on Google Images with
0: like a sheet mask on, <laughs> and I thought that was. Um, um, we're not looking at her anymore. It's actually too much. Yeah,
2: you're really. I can tell this is
0: really shaking you. Well, the reason I'm watching it is because it is presented in a very watchable format, which is three part documentary series, uh-huh. fifty five minute episodes each. Perfect. Yeah, I can that.
2: Well, can, that was my problem with the vow was I was like, it was why? A are, a lot, it was a lot. It was like 12 episode first season and they were going to like, we're doing a season two. I'm like, to say what? To say,
0: I know. Well, it's the second season was like the aftermath of like the conviction or whatever. Yeah, I guess. But, but it's just like, I don't know if we need more of this. It's, this is an interesting one. This is a new flavor of cult documentary that I think is important to consider. Mm. It's just deep. I'm very disturbed. And it makes me sad to think about, I mean cults are about self-surrender like there are all these pieces about how like you can't feel too bad for anyone who joins a cult because it's there's a level of self-surrender to it
2: well yeah i mean i guess they would call it faith which is really scary
0: but i think that about everything uh Mm -hmm. sorry i i feel like it's in the it's good that we're talking about it It's, it's out there it's it's don't worry it's not real housewives
2: We're
0: all going together, the Lost Cold family.
2: So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline.
1: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico.
2: Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the
0: U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks.
2: In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of
0: launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently, so you can too.
2: And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Our media diets could not be more different right now. What do you want? You know what I saw the other day? The Renaissance World Tour film. Tell me everything. First of all, this is a 15 out of 10. Ah! Like, you're going to have the best time. It's different than the Eros Tour because yes. it, this is an actual, like, do- it's more of a documentary. Like, like it's but
0: a dream stuff. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, two things, three things stuck out to me. One, just to talk about the actual concert itself. If you've seen the, the Renaissance World Tour concert, you know how unbelievable it is as a spectacle. But when you really see just the minutiae of the set, the lighting, the sound. Like, I took my band that I've been on the road with, The Gay Strangers, Uh come see Matt Rogers and The Gay Strangers (laughs) live on tour. And they were, like, musically so blown away. They were like, it's all bass. It's so crazy. Like, the, the music is just cranking. She is calling every single shot Oh, you see her in, like, the so, the, the Yes. Oh, yes. So that was... The first thing I noticed was when you're not watching it as part of the audience and you can actually see, like, a well shot, like, you know, following it as if you're right there with her, she is such an unbelievable performer in the midst of all that, et cetera. We all knew that. That's obviously the first thing. It's just, just how incredible that show is. Two, the thing that is so clear is how hard she still has to fight really, so that people don't gaslight her into thinking that her vision is not achievable. Wow. Like, her exhaustion level in preparing for this is so high. Yes, because it's so difficult to prepare for that. She had a, knee surgery before the renaissance store like it was a full surgery it wasn't just an injury she had to get like operated on she was rehearsing while she was in recovery for it like there's footage of her you know doing pt and vocal training at the same time like this is just like truly an unbelievable like insurmountable really thing for anyone else but she did it all while dealing with people even beyonce and she says Because I'm a black woman, I still have to fight every single person to execute my vision in the way that I know they don't talk to other people like this. And there's an amazing scene where she's asking for like a certain type of rig and they're saying it's not possible, it doesn't exist. And she's like, okay, well, I looked it up while you guys were talking and it does exist. And here it is. And here's how you're going to get it here. So that was number two is really just how tenacious she is. Mm -hmm. And anyone else would just be like, you know what, fine, let's just do the easy thing. But she never does that. Three, the highlight of the whole doc to me
0: was... The Uncle Uncle Johnny stuff?
2: No. Well, the Uncle Johnny stuff was amazing. And I'm really happy that was like an extended part of it because they really... Tina gets like a whole section where they're interviewing her (laughs) about, about Uncle Johnny and... You know, Tina's just a legend. She really gets her flowers in the documentary. Like, um, there's a part where Beyoncé's being interviewed and Tina's next to her the whole time. And Beyoncé just says, you know, the only reason why I'm here and able to do all this is you. You're the only reason. And they hug and it's just so beautiful. But speaking of her family, my favorite part of the whole Renaissance World Tour film was Blue Ivy. Like... There's a sequence where Beyonce says, Blue Ivy came to me and said she's ready to perform and I said no because she's not ready. Like, she hasn't gone through nearly enough to be ready to go out in front of all those people Uh, and do this, et cetera. And she was like, you can do one show. And then I guess, it's really the first time I've seen Blue Ivy, like, talk and exist. But she's cool as fuck and, Uh like, you know, seems to have it together and she's got opinions about the things that her mom... Is doing and like her mom wants to cut a song from the show i think it's like uh, god i forget exactly what song it is but it's one of the older ones it's diva diva okay beyonce is like i kind of want to cut diva or make it way shorter and blue ivy's in the corner like doing her homework and she turns around and she's like no you cannot cut diva you can't do it wow. she's like blue stop and she's like no you can't cut those songs you cannot cut those songs what was her reason I think she was trying to say, like, you you can't cut the classics. Like, you just can't. Um, and then Beyonce turns to Blue and says, I appreciate your opinion, but you need to calm down and you can't be cutting people off. And it's intercut with Beyonce doing all of Diva. That, that's fun. Which I love. Oh, I love and that. And so then to speak more about Blue Ivy, um, Blue gets on the internet and sees troll mean comments about her dancing and in the beginning she wasn't at the level she was at at the end and so they just show her working really really hard to get it right and like really taking it seriously and beyonce was like this was not only a renaissance for me and everyone here but it was truly a renaissance for blue ivy because she learned what happens when she applies herself and what she's capable of and then they show Blue doing the number with Beyonce, like, and what I loved about the movie too is and this set it apart from Eras like, they filmed so many of the concerts so that, that they so were that, able the to cuts. Fill. I know the cuts were insane. And Bowen, the garments, the
0: outfits, I know, I know.
2: the stunning the, the, costumes, the robot
0: arms into cozy. Like, I've people have been like putting down on their stories, and I my jaw's on the floor.
2: Like, th- you, there is never a moment you're not gasping at what she and the whole cast, the dancers, the band, what everyone, even the crew, and she goes on to talk about how she wanted to dress the crew specifically because she wants the crew's movement to actually be part of the show because
0: that's the cool.
2: the the mechanism of it it's she she wants cool. as much of a light shown on that. I love that. So that's why the crew were in those like metallic outfits I because love. when a crew member comes out that's for her the world of the show. So awesome. I'm telling you like they show this Sequence of Blue and Beyonce dancing together, and you see to, at the end just how hard Blue Ivy was slaying it, mm-hmm. and you just feel at the end of that sequence of the movie like it was really well done, and like s- snaps to Beyonce for that whole the whole thing, but especially this because the pride that Beyonce as her mother feels at the end, you feel as the audience yeah. for her because of the way that it's been edited. Totally. Um, oh, I love lots that. of great cameos. Megan The Stallion's in it. Kendrick is in it. There is a really funny moment during the mute challenge, uh-huh. where in the middle of it they cut to Cardi B and the audience being on mute, and it's a test for the audience because you don't know Cardi is coming. And then when you see her, you just want to laugh and scream so much. That's so fun. Someone in my theater did laugh, ah! and we, we all turned to her and was like, Shh. "That's a trap!
0: That's that's that it, is
2: that's- it was so good." Anyway. Best time watching it, like obviously seeing the tour. I saw it twice, was brilliant. But I think this could be a really fun idea for Christmas Day. Like I'm thinking, because are you gonna be here for Christmas? I'm not gonna be. Here okay, for so Christmas Day. a bunch of us are gonna be here in New York City for Christmas. I want to maybe this will lead to me joining a cult, the Beehive. Beehive. I'm already in the Beehive, but uh, do a, a little, do I a like. little period, do a little mushroom, and then go to the Renaissance tour film on Christmas oh, in New York City that could be that would be absolutely amazing. epic because I'm definitely seeing this again can I tell you the fact that Thick was not in every show I didn't get to see Thick live Thick and All Up In Your Mind in the Renaissance film highlights Really, Thick is All up a in contender mind- for me to be
0: number one song on the album really yes I mean it's excellent All it's up- so good so All Up In Your Mind made the cut yeah that's interesting. The whole the whole, the whole album thing is, is
2: in there. Yeah. The only thing that I remember she definitely cut was um, a few of the numbers from the beginning when she's like um, doing her own opening with the ballads. Yes, 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 of course. You get Dangerously in Love into Flaws, Flaws and all. all. And then she disappears into the stage and the renaissance begins. Love that. But they cut the rest of it. So they cut I Care. They cut One Plus One. And you do see a little bit of the Tina Turner tribute. Oh, but that's later that's in the movie. Good. That's good. yeah, brilliant,
0: brilliant. Of course, I mean that is, she is the paragon, the student of performance. Yeah, it's like Beyonce is the student of performance. Gaga is the student of like, let's just say, art and like chameleonic Th- yeah. vocals, theater, theater. I think Ariana is a student of vocals. Vocals. Rihanna is a student of coolness. Yeah. Um, Taylor's a student of songwriting. Rihanna's a
2: student of vibes.
0: No. (laughs) Oh my God. And and that is is a very hard thing to like occupy. I think all of the girlies have like their specialty. Their niche. niche. It's not even a niche. It's like their superpower. Yeah. You know, like their stats are like distributed differently. It's the only
2: real way to describe... Beyoncé on stage is as superwoman. Yes. It's I mean, I complimented Taylor on her actual like acting performance in the Eras Tour film. Mm-hmm. Beyoncé is such an unbelievably focused focused, committed like she's just in it the whole time. Oh, yes. And the sense of fun and play. Uh-huh especially after you see how seriously and how difficult how seriously she takes it and how difficult it was to achieve that yeah. to see her having fun doing the show and to see it all paying off in the moment to the point where she can be so like improvisational free because she knows it so yeah. well and she talks about that too she talks about how as a performer she is a storied perfectionist but the reason why she's that way is so that when the performance happens, there can be that sense of fun because it's in your body and you, it, it is almost not robotic in like a derogatory no, or pejorative no, no. sense. Like, But it's already there and so you can survive and live and thrive in what is happening in the moment.
0: It's on the largest scale. It's the whole idea of like knowing the rules to break them or whatever. yeah, She is our best performer, especially in those moments when at the show i mean everyone was noticing like that she just knows where every yep shot and frame is down to like looking up at the like to serve it up to a drone mm-hmm. is i don't know how to do that no nope. i don't know how. And if, if anyone besides beyonce knows how to do that so effortlessly
2: i mean and also like we were there at the show she was finding those cameras i mean like that was one of the things i clocked at the london show which was in the documentary. Yes. Oh, it was. Uh, yes, it was because she was wearing the London. The, there were two outfits that she. They show break my soul from London definitely, uh-huh. and they show hey, hey, you in the movie girl. Girl, uh, in many ways, yeah, I was drop, in the film. Very that. But we were. We and, were but there was. Know. I was. That was one of the things I was blown away with when I was there. Was I was like, there's like this one moment where like a camera flies over her head on like a. I'm, it's like a suspended camera, and she looks up at it and makes Ugh. eye contact with it. And I'm
0: like, with everything that is going on, how do you pinpoint the exact 3D spatial coordinates of something that is like up in the air? No, do you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that is hard. It's hard to find that one, on an eye line level. Hundred thousand percent. And
2: that's just a commitment to the just pinpoint accuracy of every decision. It's just a flawless piece of art almost feels too small. It's like, it is just such a feat of culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's really what it is. It is a moment in culture. And to even say that on this, Podcast where we talk about that. Where we frivolously things. use those words. Yeah, this is just like <laughs> this actually the Renaissance World Tour is actually winning an award right now. Are you serious? We're actually really thrilled to announce that the Renaissance World Tour is winning the Pinnacle Award. There will only <laughs> be chills. there will only be three given out in our lifetime. Ah! And today we have awarded the Pinnacle Award to Beyonce for the Renaissance World Tour. There are only two more left. It's like the Horcruxes. The Deathly Hallows. <laughs> That's how the Horcruxes work. <laughs> it's like the Deathly Hallows, hon.
0: I, I, <laughs> it's like the Horcruxes, girl. So do you think there might be a special moment at next year's Culture Awards in honor to honor Renaissance World Tour's Pinnacle Award? I think the Pinnacle Award
2: is being given to the Renaissance World Tour. And there will be a moment
0: in the show. I'm very excited about that. Which is not yet planned or confirmed. Speaking of moments, I actually thought about this and I did not consult with you. What? I think we should announce something on this episode. What is it? I think we should announce that. Uh, Because you're doing it and you're still not running it by me. Well, how about this?
2: What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, this is amazing. No, we don't don't cut around it. This is, they want to see the BTS. They love the friendship. Yes, okay.
0: So if, now for any readers, Katie's publicist finalists who have tapped out because they said, I don't want to listen to this bad sound quality episode, this is what they're missing out on. You missed out on something major. So for all of you who are sticking with us in this episode, thank you. And this is your reward. As we're approaching our 400th episode, we can now announce that the 400 episode special will be called Iconic 400, 400 the 400, 400 people, people of, of culture. These are the top 400 most iconic people, I would say, living or dead or yet to be born in the culture.
2: Realistic or fictional? Fictional. And that was my surprise to you. No, I knew. Can that. we announce number 400? No, we can't. We no. can't, but just just to say this, we know who number 400 is. And it's and it will start the list off in a way that will make you say, "I'm going to
0: keep guessing." Oh, that is the perfect description. No one saw this number- coming. Well, as number, number 400 is I think this person deserves the spot. (laughs) 100%. This person is
2: a beacon, a legend, a vibe. This person is vibe,
0: style, everything. You said said a gender. I I said a gender. Well, that's okay. Okay. But this person is a vibe, multidisciplinary legend. A talent. A huge talent. No matter in what context. Oh, God, it's very hard It's to so behave. hard to be cagey about this. But needless to say, we are very excited. I know exactly the moment where we came up with this. When was that? We were in London on our way to the airport to go to Berlin. Yes. I felt it in my, and I've been thinking about it. Iconic I, 400. I'm so excited for this. And yeah. I, we hope you are too. And
2: it's coming up. Yeah. It's probably like in a few months. It might be. I, I'm going to venture to
0: say, <coughs> bless you. Oh, thank you so much, Queen. Four part episode. I think it might even be more four. part special. Okay. more than We're going to have to fly through it if it's
2: four, because that means- hundred per episode? Yeah, that would mean even if we spent one minute on every
0: single person, right. then it's, that it's, would it's, be it's, an it's a, hour and, and 40 minutes. Forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it might be five. It might be the whole week. It might be a whole week of Lost College. It might be a Monday through Friday situation. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, each day of the week, you get an episode.
2: Oh, my God. And the way that people were, were like, they're going to flop soon. <laughs> the way people were like, they're going into their flop era. They have seen their best days. <laughs> like, there's no way the podcast can be better. It's not iconic. There are
0: flops. Everyone was saying flops. But this is a more substantial, important, prestigious list than. Time 100. Oh, forget it. 40 under 40. 40 under 40. Forbes. Forbes. This is the list of people, animals. Now it's a real (laughs) curveball, bitch. (laughs) Iconic 400 includes animals? animals? Whoa. Beings. Anything with a spirit is eligible to be on the list. Can I say who's not on the list? Mother God. Amy Carlson is not on the list. And she she would say if she were still alive she'd say oh well all these other people who are on the list are actually me see you can't this is what i'm saying you cannot reason with people like her but it's what's crazy is that she gets multiple a big group of people who agree with her and say yes you are communicating through Robin williams yes you are like the next whitney houston it's it's so unbelievable what drugs can do to your brain i'm sorry i'm being such I'm being so dare right now. I'm being so dare-pilled. I'm like, drugs are bad, maybe. I don't even know if it's drugs. I have to say, because can I ask you a question?
2: Serious question. And sorry to even bring him up. But if Donald Trump said, I spoke to Robin Williams last night in my dream and he told me that this is true, there would be a lot of his followers that would be
0: like, yeah. Of course. No, it is like lost people. Yeah. And it makes me sad that... um. This is the human condition, you know? It
2: makes me really sad that this is the human condition. And it also, like, I just want to reach out. Can I say, this if you're in a cult, reach out and touch somebody. Now you sound a little cultish. You're Go Oh, if, God. If, yeah, but I would have a cool cult.
0: You would have a cool cult. What would it be called? Mason
2: cult? Having a cult with the word cult in the name was the cuntiest thing of all. Cunt Cunt cult. Cunty culty. Cunty culty. Cunt Cunt cult. It should be called Mazen cult. Cunter culture. No. Mazen cult. Go with your first instinct. All right, well, it's called Mason cult.
1: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
2: Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.?
0: The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks.
2: In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business
0: and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently, so you can too.
2: And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. If debit is your go-to card,
0: Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover
2: Bank, member FDIC. So by the time this airs, we'll have performed my song Rockefeller Senna on the Today Show. Ah! With Hoda and Jenna looking on. Yes. We hope it went good. We hope it went good. If it went terribly,
0: we're, we're so sorry. Yeah, I don't think it will go terribly, no, though. I think sure. we're going to kind of eat and slay. It does not get more full circle than this. You wrote a song, bitch, about <laughs> Rockefeller Senna. And about the people who worked there. And you're performing it And then you ended there. up working there. And
2: we ended up performing it there. In front of people who are name-checked in the song. Literally. You did that. You know, there's rumors that I might have to fly around Rockefeller Center and get content with other people mentioned in the song so that they can there's put together rumors? a music video. But yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know who's going to be in it.
0: But honey. <laughs> we're going to find out. Honey, it is it is a living building. So
2: watch that on YouTube. They'll have posted it, honey, if you didn't see it yesterday, live on the Today Show.
0: Hoda and Jenna talk to us after, I think. Oh, we're going to have an interview. We're going to have an interview. They don't know you're coming. Yeah, they might have the surprise ruined for them because we have to rehearse this, and they're going to put it on the monitors. And I think Hoda and Jenna have the monitors. I think they're going to be seeing the monitors. I wanted to quickly
2: um, touch on a couple other things before we get to. I don't think so, honey, because we have not yet wrapped up the morning show. We've had so many other pressing yes. matters. Um, yes, it's time. I guess I just want to, I guess, apologize because I was incorrectly informed that something happened in the finale of the morning show that was the craziest thing that's ever happened on the show, and I would say that like. In totality, I think the craziest thing that's ever happened on the show is Bradley Jackson being at the insurrection, getting found out by the FBI and going to prison. That's probably in totality the craziest thing that's ever happened. But nothing in the finale was like singular insanity in the way that I think I set it up and was assuming it would be. And I want to apologize for that
0: because certainly the ninth episode was better than the tenth episode. Certainly. But I don't think you have anything to apologize for. You set it up that way. Based on what someone else had told you,
2: yeah, and I think that that person articulated to me the season wraps up in the craziest way a season has, which I think is debatable,
0: actually. But then again, a season of any television show, a season of, of that show. show, I think the season two finale was bonkers.
2: It was for sure bonkers. I think Bradley at the insurrection, just those words. How can you? How
0: can you top that? I mean, we're going to find out. I wonder if... Because that is one of the craziest moments in American history. Yeah. And so, like, it's it's stranger than fiction. You cannot make up something crazier than that. Maybe close second is Bradley Jackson going to space. I think so. (laughs) Here's my question. Bradley in prison?
2: Are her roots growing in red? (laughs) Are her roots growing in red?
0: Wait, I'm so sorry. I was under the impression that her natural hair color was blonde and that she dyed her hair red for... What, she dyed her hair red
2: for her Adirondack for conservative Adirondack. channel? Yeah. Uh, first she of was, all, She was getting just off-the-shelf color. Anyway. what I'm sure that's what they would say. Right. Well, first of all, if we're to look at Reese's actual roots, she's a brunette queen.
0: Of course. I mean, love. uh, Reese is one of those actors who can look good in any hair. Any hair. Her and Emma Stone. Face for wigs. Face for wigs. Good for them.
2: Not everyone has that. Anyway, yeah. I mean, morning show. I think it sort of ended up with a whimper. Every episode was a bang. Yep. And so it's still my favorite show. Can't wait for season four. Are we going to see Bradley on trial? Are we going to see her in prison? Are we going to see her broken out of jail? I mean... What? Uh, I certainly now they've made it really easy to shoot Jennifer and Reese separately. Certainly. There was a scene in the finale that the friends I was with were like, oh, they're not together in the same room. And I was like, Are you serious? Which one? It was when Alex goes over to Bradley's apartment. Uh-huh. It's very possible they didn't <laughs> shoot <it> together. <laughs> and it's crazy because their acting is so like good in that moment yeah. that you're like, I wonder if they're That's together. A compliment to, them. to think about them doing that with a stand-in. So blew me away. I mean, these are these actors are good. They're so good. Speaking of good acting, we talked about it last week. I can't believe how big and how large May December, May, December is looming in the culture. It is a hit. I mean, if something ends up on Netflix, it's getting seen. I have to say, Charles Melton won the Gotham for supporting so performance. Happy for him. I believe he is a contender for the win. Absolutely. And, and now I'm pretty. I'm so. pretty feeling pretty good about Natalie and Julianne too. Yeah.
0: It has a feel to share a trophy with him.
2: I guess we do share a trophy share with him. Award. Wow, not, Unbelievable. not the same
0: trophy. Obviously. Different
2: categories, different years, but the same material of trophy, of trophy, which is a heavy trophy. That one. Um, Where's
0: yours? My, do you display awards? Mine's I don't. I don't. I don't. I have the Cultureistas Culture Award on my office shelf, but I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. Nothing wrong with that person. I just don't think that. Can me. I say
2: I'm gonna be that person? Yes 50%. if I ever if I ever win awards, they'll that's be they'll be somewhere be. in the house.
0: That's, absolutely.
2: More for me than anyone else. More to be like, hey, look, you did it. Oh girl, I have not had that. I, I don't have people, have over. people over. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. if I display something, it's probably not for other people. Period. Well, that's not really true of your we're in Bowen's sort of iconic apartment, and I have to say Bowen just went to the bathroom for a minute and I tried every chair. Since. These are unbelievable. So These dining room chairs are unbelievable. He's got several different couches that are so comfortable. Look
0: at that piece under your television; it's so long. Oh, that's the Sono sound bar. Oh, you what? Mean, like, oh, oh, you mean no, okay. no, no. I'm talking about the. Oh, you the, mean the, the the sideboard? What's it called? Yeah, the, the console. The,
2: the console. console. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm just such a fan of everything you've done here with the place, Queen. Thank you, Queen. Alvin Wayne worked with Alvin Wayne. I wanted a dear, a doll, a true dear.
0: <laughs> I wanted to say. Where do you sit on Kyle versus Sutton? Can I reveal that I am behind on That's a shame. Beverly Hills? I hear it's really picking up. Beverly
2: Hills is great There are year. There are
0: proxy wars happening is what I hear. But yeah. Kyle versus Sutton, I think Sutton, I mean, we talked about Sutton on the last episode. Mm-hmm. I am concerned. I don't know if she's turning it around for herself on the show, but I also, not. I'm, you know, I'm not like, Stanning Kyle. I never really have. I, so I don't really, maybe I don't really care about this fight. Okay. So basically, Kyle being the protagonist
2: of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I think that if you're a fan from Go, which I am, you kind of have to care you because it's to. like Kyle and it's Mo. Kyle. So it's like they're. Oh, Kyle and Mo. Well, yeah. Well, the Kyle and Mo thing is. Just so sad, basically, yeah. the, the thing is like Sutton is being very like, What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And Kyle is like, you're not being sensitive. Because Kyle has stopped drinking and started working out a lot. And she's, you know, things are going on. She's now got this very close friendship, quote unquote, with Morgan Wade, this country singer who's got a lot of tattoos. Kyle's getting a lot of tattoos without telling her husband or anyone. She's just kind of really doing her own thing. And Sutton is like, what's going on in your life? What's going on in your life? Like being very invasive. And I think Kyle's problem is like, You know, you don't have a like to stand out to treat me like this. You're not being a friend. You're not being sensitive. Like, if something's going on, like, let me just handle my shit the way that I am and trust that I'll tell you in time. So can I just say, the discourse about Kyle and Sutton, first of all, I'll say about Sutton, high highs, low
0: lows. Totally. High highs, low lows on this show. And it's hard to cape. for a housewife like that in general on any franchise. Right. Yeah. And Kyle, I would say high highs, low lows too. But southern, here's... Sutton's southern girl prone to dramatics. Yeah. In a fun way that works for reality TV. But it, just in terms of like siding with her, I think is... Well, it's
2: she could help. never be like the lead of the show. No. You know what I mean? Sudden is like this like orbital that comes in and out and you're just like Mm -hmm. it's like an agent of chaos almost Mm -hmm. where you're like, I don't really understand this woman's reality. And so I don't ever know what she's going to give. Whereas Kyle has been the star of the show for 13 years and she is so audience stand in like that. You really feel connected to her in that way. I would say that one thing that hasn't been featuring into the show that much, which I think people should consider when they come on, a side of Sutton or Kyle with this whole thing is Kyle and trigger warning. Her best friend took her own life. Yeah. Like right before the season yeah, started. Yeah. And I think like if someone wants to stop drinking or start working out or make changes or like their relationship changes because of something they've went through, like jumping to call it a midlife crisis Feels weird to me. Reductive. Like and I don't like the way the women on the show are talking about Kyle's not drinking like it sucks for them. If you, if someone not drinking is a problem for you, that is a problem yeah, for, for you. you. That is a serious problem for you. And I haven't loved the way Garcella's talked about it. Mm. Something for sure. All of them. And like even Dorit, who's like doing her best to do her job as a housewife, it's just like. I feel like what's being lost in this show is that Kyle suffered an immense personal tragedy. And if you don't understand what she's going through, like probably the best way to handle it is not to put her under a pressure cooker like this. But Mm -hmm. that's my thoughts
0: on Beverly Hills. I haven't even watched Potomac. Did not watch last night. Couldn't care less. I read, I skimmed through... Uh, The Vulture recap, Uh, the recapper for Potomac is doing excellent work, but I don't envy her job because I think she has a lot of, she's just watching a lot of bummer footage. Yeah. It seems like this whole NECA Wendy thing is still going on and it's really tough. I feel like it's going to go on for a while, which sucks. Salt Lake, God, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. What a blessing. It's a blessing. And Miami, also a blessing. I would say.
2: I would say all those shows are blessings. I have an opportunity to be on a podcast coming up called The Brav Bros. It's two straight men who talk about Brav They
0: are so smart. They're really good. And they're, they're really good. Very, I could listen to them talk about this
2: all day. So I am going on their show I can't wait. and they offered one spot to talk about Potomac and Southern Charm and another to talk about Miami, Beverly Hills, and Salt Lake. And I was like, it has to be the latter. Because yes. I will not talk about Potomac. No, no. I'm not like getting into it. It's evil, ugly. evil,
0: evil, evil, ugly, ugly.
2: I wanted to say I saw the color of purple. I'm going to withhold <gasps> yes. my review until it's closer. Okay. Lots of great things. A couple things to discuss. Okay. But let's just say no one has anything to worry about, about these goddamn performances. I love to hear the that. performances are shining bright. I would give it a big old see it when mm-hmm. it comes out on Christmas and um, we'll talk more about it as it comes. But I did see it. I just wanted to say that I have seen it since I said I was going to see it last time. I've seen it. Much to say. Okay. This is a moment. in Col- Color Purple, if I get the sense of what the vibe of the screening I saw was, this will be a moment in culture. I can't wait. And uh, I guess that's really it. I guess other than that, it's time to do I Don't Think So Honey, unless you have any cultural addendums. Well, I was maybe
0: thinking about doing this for I Don't Think So Honey, but I think let's just, I just want to say this now. mm mm-hmm. Speaking of the morning show... Oh, earlier, this is my
2: I don't think so, honey.
0: Oh, well then, great. Then I'll, Is okay, it Juliana? I'll leave that to yeah. you. And then mine is much less of a bummer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great.
1: <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And
2: Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.?
0: The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks.
2: In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching
0: and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently, so you can too.
2: And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And then I'll start with you. Yeah, we'll start with me. This is I Don't Think So Honey. A, uh, one minute to rant against something in culture. And look, it's just fucking too much
0: at this point. I gotta. Here I gotta. we go. This is Matt Rogers. I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts now.
2: I Don't Think So Honey, Juliana Margulies You should have kept your mouth open shut on that podcast because now we hear you saying with your full chest you're i'm sorry but those were racist things that you were saying that was ridiculous the way that she was referring to uh, the way she said the black
0: disgusting
2: these people that want us to call them they them it's like fuck you say you say you respect people so much less without even... I mean, it's not even without even saying it, it. You said it. Also, to draw up this imagery of people getting their fucking heads cut off and, like, kicked around like a soccer ball, can I just say... If Susan Sarandon is being dropped by her agency for what she said, seconds. where is the movement on this with Juliana? There Lord will be no consequences. And you know what? Here's why. Because she's probably making the agency a lot of money, and that's bullshit. Five seconds. And, like, this is a much bigger topic, but if we're going to do something about Sarandon, do something
0: about this. About I don't think everybody. so. About everybody who is suffering some professional consequence for being pro-Palestine.
2: I'm sorry, but you know what? especially in a world where you can filter what someone actually said through something and then report on it. This was on a podcast. You heard her say it with her full chest. And where is the movement? Where are the consequences? I'm not seeing them. I am not seeing
0: them. It's so, I mean, the, the disturbing thing, like the disturbing addendum to it all is like her saying that I'm more offended as a lesbian than I am as a Jew. You are such a moron. Like- she doesn't this woman's grasp on reality is like not there my view on it is just that like i am processing images and news in a way that i'm trying to detach as much as possible from social media i'm obviously learning i'm i'm being very informed by it as we all are but i think if you're at all able to have conversations offline i think that is on its face there's a higher floor there, I think, than what can be done on social media. And I think what's driving people to say really wild things, like maybe what Juliana Margulies is saying on podcasts, is I think her feed is probably completely infected by bullshit like what she repeated on that podcast.
2: I think you're probably right.
0: Shocking. I mean, the they, thems. Her language time. was it's, it's actually disgusting. She fucking sucks. And that's what she believes. That's what she believes. And that apology, I don't buy for one second. And I'm sorry, but this
2: bad faith conflation with wanting human rights for people
0: in Palestine and in Gaza with anti-Semitism has got to stop. Also, I don't think so many Hollywood Reporter for still confusing me and Joel Kim Booster in an article about this whole Juliana Margulies thing, an article that's reporting how, on racism. How funny is that? How
2: ironic is that? It made me so upset. It's an article reporting on racism and then you do the racist bullshit of Saturday Night Live time, comedian Joel time, Kim Booster. For the
0: second time.
2: Give what me is a going fucking on. Like, this are. is your job. These trades, this is your fucking job to get this shit right. You know, we're not gonna talk about that show and then like when one of the stars says something like that, just Fair be alert. like we'll skip around it. Totally. Uh, that would be, I would make me really feel uncomfortable.
0: Okay.
2: I have something. Girlina Magoo. I have something. Bowen has something. <laughs> this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now.
0: I don't think so, honey. I wasn't able to put my poor thing screener onto my Apple TV. Why? I need to be able to watch this on a larger screen than my computer.
2: Well issues,
0: <laughs> girl. <laughs> all, and all week I'm going into work wanting to compliment Emma on what might win her another Oscar. Period. And they, her team was kind enough to send everybody at work a link. And I was—we were all so excited. we were like, "Oh my God! I, I would love. Maybe I'll have people over and we can watch. We can watch." Thirty it seconds. It couldn't happen. Uh, All I could do was Chromecast it. I'm sorry. I I only have certain Google things in my house. I don't want to do a little Chromecast dongle on my television. Fifteen. I can't believe that this is getting in the way of my viewing experience. I'm not going to watch the latest Yorgos on a small screen. Period. Okay, this is cinema of the highest order. Five. I need to experience it as such. And if I can't do it in a theater with other cinephiles and other movie lovers, then I want to do it in the comfort of my own home. But not from the and comfort of a hot computer on my chest.
2: That is one minute. And I think that's just a sign that you're going to have to experience Yorgos Lanthimos's Poor Things in theaters, I w- starring Emma Stone, I don't Mark mind Ruffalo, that, but I'm just and saying- more.
0: And more. I'm just saying, and Willem Defoe, let's not forget. And Rami. Ram I'm just saying I was so invigorated by the promise of being able to watch poor things from my own couch. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that. And it was a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. The fact that the screener technology still is not there, it's so stupid. Stop sending
2: DVDs. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if you're in SAG or WGA, you know this. But if you're someone listening at home... Can you actually believe they still send physical copies of all these things and no one has a DVD player to watch them? I guess it's for, it's the, for, older it's for the older
0: membership. Yeah. But even so, like, the older members know how to use a computer. Period. Also, do their computers have disk drives anymore? That's another
2: thing. Is this was like, first of all, even if you are an older member of the academy or of some guild and you are traditionalist and you like to use the dvd it's like okay the times are changing yeah they're changing now it's a link you can click instead of a physical dvd where makes it way easier
0: anyway girl i just feel like i'm being fucking blue balled here with good movies i'm so excited to see it i cannot wait i saw the first like i mean i pressed play because i had to on my computer I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just like see the first couple moments of this, and of course, I'm drawn in. Everyone i talked
2: to, I said it's the performance
0: of the year. Of okay. course, I'm like, 15 minutes go by. I'm like, I can't. And I had to stop myself, and I'm really proud of myself for being like, no, I'm watching this on a big screen. But the first moments of the film, I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what is that? <gasps> what? There's a little goose head on a fucking dog body. Oh my god! Like, I was. Just- Bowen Yang was just acting. He went somewhere.
2: Listen to my voice. <clears throat> Girl, <coughs> this queen right
0: now. I need around. my instrument. Christmas is like a high wire act for all of us, but especially for Matt, obviously. But all of us are here being like, our king needs to sing.
2: The album has crossed 2 million streams.
0: Thank you, everybody. 2 million club.
2: 2 million club. My one song, I don't need it to be Christmas at all, is right now the at 1.5 hit. million streams. It has been the sleeper hit. just The power of the Spotify playlist. Please come to the show, everybody. We're having... Such a fun time at the show. The band is a sleigh
0: and a the half. Band, the Gay Strangers, give it up for the Gay Strangers. Talk about in Boston. This person in a Grinch costume.
2: Someone was in a Grinch costume, and you brought them on stage. And I, so I'm not going to reveal oh. how I start the number, but let's just say I wasn't even there. A special guest came out to sing okay. "Hottest Female" up in Hooville, okay. and she saw that someone in the audience was dressed as the Grinch. Is
0: Christine Baranski.
2: No, it wasn't her. It was who Christine Bransky played in the movie. She actually showed up.
0: It's like a Santa figure. For a second, I thought you were going to say that a grown-up Cindy Lou, who, and I thought fucking... Taylor Momsen? I thought Taylor, Miss Taylor Momsen. No, 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 no.
2: Let's just say I leave the stage and then someone else comes back out. Okay, I see. I To see sing I Hottest see. Female who Whoville. And there was a someone dressed as a Grinch, and I pointed to him. I mean, she pointed to him yes. and said, get up here. And there was a striptease moment. It was hot, sexy, and more. And more. And the shows have been really fun. I love so doing it with fun. the band. We, It's just great. These crowds look awesome. <clears throat> the crowds have been amazing. I signed vinyls after the show. So if you come, you can buy a vinyl and some other merch, and I'll sign it for you. We can... Hang out for a sec. And you can go to www.mattrogersofficial.com
0: for tickets and tour info and more. Girl, is it official now? Have you beat the SEO? And are you the first Matt Rogers that comes up? I actually, I, that's happened for quite a bit of time. I knew it. Um, I, I don't think we ever celebrated that. I mean, that's, a, that's fine. And we and all love and respect to the other Matt Rogers of the internet. You are all legends who have you come are before all me. legends. But for now, I'm, I'm really toasting it to my girl who deserves her Google flowers.
2: We just got a text from Mamas Who Connect, which is our text chain with Joke and Booster. And he said, Karen's tagline is up there as one of the most nonsense taglines in history. Most of these
0: women are despicable. It's impossible to enjoy now. With the exception of Karen, <clears throat> Candace, and Wendy. We love you guys, but everyone else is actually... I thought today, I was like, Giselle's evil. Giselle's an evil person. <laughs> I just told him we just read this on the podcast live. Love that. We love that. Joel has to come back soon.
2: Joel, it's time for your return. They're clamoring. They're, they're thinking we're beefing on the Reddit. Oh, why? Because he hasn't been on yeah. a tenth time. So they're like they're beefing. Y'all are ridiculous. What do you mean? We don't. We never look at the Reddit. Ah! Just kidding, we love you. Love y'all. Love y'all. Be I- yourselves. We end every episode with a song. It seems to me you live your life like a candle in the wind Never knowing who to cling to when the rain stayed in And I would have liked to have known you Oh, I was just a kid Your candle burned out long before you Your legend never did, did. <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah, how about <laughs> If debit is your go-to card, Discover
0: thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit.
2: A game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
0: That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank,
2: member FDIC.